Good morning, good evening or good afternoon to all of our listeners. I welcome you to the most searched podcast on HR topics, HR Success Talk Academy. In the series of this podcast, we teach our audience different topics in talent management or HR. Whether you are a beginner, intermediate or expert, HR Success Talk Academy is the place to upskill your HR knowledge. Let's begin. Hi, Sachin. Let's start moving on to our third discussion, which is all about the performance review. Okay. So we'll talk about two different topics related to the same, how emotional intelligence can be applied to the performance review and what can be a better alternative or option that you can say where performance review is taken as an alternate and not done exactly in the way we have been doing it in the traditional things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, performance review, um, in my understanding and my experience, um, is most of the time looked at it as if like someone is making an insurance claim. So what happens is um, that we collect information and data about the performance of a team member. Um, with various different uh, stakeholders. It could be different departments that they are working with or with our clients and uh, with the team members uh, in hope that uh, we will then uh, see uh, what to do with this person in terms of whether it's their salary increment or uh, or, or any kind of uh, appraisal or whatever is required. Uh, it is very similar to how when I um, apply for an insurance uh, and no, nobody asks me anything. But when I go for claim, uh, at that time, everything then comes out. So an employee goes in a performance review meeting, hoping that uh, they will um, they will get a salary increment or bonus or some uh, career progression opportunities. But at that time, all they get is feedback around uh, problems uh, that have happened in past months or past year uh, with other people that they have interacted with. Uh, now, at that time, the employee can't do anything about it. If they would have heard about those uh, problems as they were happening, they could have done something about it. They could have uh, improved or done something and get to this point. Now, this is a point where I'm coming for my claim and all I'm hearing is how I'm not going to get my claim how um, things didn't go as per expectation or I didn't do uh, what I was expected to do. Although I thought from my angle that I've been working very hard, I've been working very sincerely and I deserve this um, uh, this raise. But all I hear now is uh, is how uh, things didn't go as, uh, as per the expectation of my manager. Um, and this could be very demotivating and disheartening uh, experience, um, which I believe that instead of centralizing it for the end of the year, uh, if this could be done throughout the year and feedback could be shared as, uh, as it is happening, then people have more chance to do something about it. They can improve. They can show that uh, they have taken the feedback uh, positively. They've done something about it it not only improves productivity, but it improves the morale and motivation of the person also that way. 
Well, that's a very interesting kind of a case uh, study that you have spoken about the insurance company. Likewise, the insurance companies always try while investigating the case that they don't have to pay ahead the claim, okay, so that they can save uh, finances and money related to the same. In the same way, when we are sitting at the performance review discussions and then we're trying to find out the loopholes, okay, into the other person or maybe the weaknesses which could have worked upon. So don't you think that this should be something which can be done on an immediate basis at the time when it was actually happening? Absolutely. It, it, not only it could be, but I think it should be done that way. I think uh, the leaders and the managers need to be a bit more proactive. Uh, and, and if they really want uh, good productivity and good employee engagement um, from their team, then it shouldn't be left uh, to, till the end because it's not really solving much purpose yes at the end of the day maybe you are saving some money that you would have given uh, this person uh, in terms of their bonus or salary increment or whatever um, you save some money but you lost the person you, you you've lost the person you've you've disengaged them you've demotivated them um, not just this person, but maybe the other team members will also get this kind of message as well. So um, I don't think that there is any win in this kind of uh, way of doing uh, performance review to keep it right to the end and then find loopholes and then find ways to tell the person, no, this is this was expected from you, but you didn't do this, you didn't do that should have told them much earlier so they could have improved. And if you have given them the feedback and they have not improved, then you have a good case to tell that we already told you this and you had all the time to improve and you didn't. And for that reason, uh, this is um, if, if you are not getting the increment or if you are not getting uh, opportunities to go ahead, it's justified because you gave them the chance. You gave them the time to improve. And if the person is not doing it, then, then it's justified. But how is it justified to hold the information till the end and then bring it all out where the person was doing all their best thinking, I'm doing my best and I haven't heard anything negative, any negative feedback so far. So I must be sailing very nicely. Uh, and this time I must be getting some good opportunities in the company in terms of career progression or maybe monetary benefit. Uh, and, and at that time, their car just crashes when they hear that. Uh, no, we were not as happy as you think we are happy with you. Right. Very discouraging. Moreover, when we talk about such kind of an attrition level, which is specifically happening after the performance reviews are conducted into the company. So hiring a new employee, training them, and then again coming to the similar point at the next year does not solve any purpose for the does company. Yeah, and moreover, the costing of a new hire will be much more in comparison to the percentage that we have saved in terms of the performance review. Yeah, and, and, and see, if you're just going to keep following this process, uh, you will have people leaving all the time. It's just like a revolving door. It will just keep happening. It's just going in circles like this. You are hiring a good talent and you are doing this, but the way you are treating them at the end of the year uh, is, is a very um, scary kind of an experience. And even if you have people who are with you for two, three, five years who have gone through this process, they're not looking forward to come to the performance review uh, process also, to that meeting. It's, uh, it's like an exam for them. 
they are they're um, they're scared uh, they don't know they they have done their best and still they don't know if they have done enough and if their um, manager would be happy or not so it's a criteria that was never shared i'm playing a game which i don't even know the rules and i am playing my best and i find out the rules as i am giving the exams that these were the rules this is what was expected and this is where i made mistakes um it's 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 a very tough game to win and um, and i i personally don't know that um, we can talk about employee engagement and attrition and all that and and the way we do this why are we not linking all these things why are we not seeing the connection in all these things right so coming to the next part of our discussion that how can you apply the emotional intelligence uh, into performance review and how that can be done like would you like to cite an example about it or maybe any story that would bind our speakers <laughs> um one of the stories uh, that comes to my mind is uh, in my consulting days um, um i um i was uh, looking after a team and um, uh, and um, and i did all my best to actually uh, build them uh, to be trusted advisors for our clients and they were doing their best and uh, and uh, things were were going very well and i knew that that uh, things are going very well for them but that consulting company used to follow a certain statistics which told them that only 5% uh, consultants are considered as like star consultants and um, and they are uh, responsible for uh, uh, for getting uh, good opportunities or appraisals or uh, salary increment and things like that but here in my team i could see that uh, nearly 70% of my team was uh, going to cross that that threshold so i was um, given this clear instructions um, that i should only uh, allow 5% uh, and it became my job to shoot them down basically people that i have been asking for throughout the year to go beyond to do their best and 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 things like that uh, all of a sudden when they have all done it and they have all crossed the threshold uh, the company just said that how is it possible the stats shows that it should be only 5% uh, and now i should uh, i i should now raise the bar high and and just make sure that only 5% cross it um and i found that very unethical practice um so i not only refused to do that um, i left the job myself i didn't want to work in that kind of environment where i was responsible to demotivate my own people that i have been motivating for all this time so um that is when i felt like that i am working like an insurance agent that now when people are coming and claiming for their rewards which they have worked very hard for uh, it is now my time to shoot them down to say no your claim is not passed you haven't done this you haven't done. it was expected this it was so i was required to come up with whatever criteria that i could come up with to make sure that uh, they just get the point that whatever they did was expected they just did their job nothing more than that and uh, the company doesn't see that that they are going above and beyond so very demotivating uh, not only for me uh, for everybody else and i refuse to do that now in terms of what we can do a, a emotional intelligence way of handling this is becoming mindful 
becoming mindful that uh, we should be clear about the criteria, about the rules of the games. We can't invent the rules at the end. Well, people are playing all this time and now we change the rules for them at the end to say this and that. No, if we, um, we should be collecting feedback as much as possible, as early as possible and share that feedback with our team, with, with our people. Uh, yes, it can increase my work as a manager, as a leader. It could increase my work because something that I was planning to do at the end of the year, uh, now I have to do it uh, regularly. It could increase my work. Definitely. Uh, I don't deny that. But is that a reason for me to not do it? Is that a reason for me to not give uh, timely feedback for my team so they can improve? They can do something about uh, uh, some mistakes that they have made. And, and I give them a chance that uh, improve it, your uh, exam is coming. So maybe uh, do something about it and give them fair chance, fair fighting chance. Um, instead of holding all that, not giving them any feedback throughout the year, not talking to other stakeholders, to other department heads or to the clients, to the customers, to other team members, only do it at the end of the year, collect all that information and then give them that you did this wrong, you did that wrong and all that. And they have no fighting chance because they have, they can't improve. They can't go back and do anything about it. So giving the timely feedback, enjoying, celebrating small, small wins with people, not only just that this was uh, expected, you should be uh, achieving this result and only focusing on whether you achieve the result or not, uh, acknowledging the efforts, acknowledging that what they have done, they have gone above and beyond, and there could be many circumstances, many things that were beyond their control, beyond their influence that came up. And because of that reason, they were not able to achieve their goals or uh, in the way that we are expecting. Acknowledging that and yet celebrating small, small wins with the team keeps the morale up, keeps the performance up of each and every person rather than they seeing it performance review as an exam that they have to pass at the end. Let's make performance review as a, a self-learning, self-motivating and self-awareness process throughout the year that the person looks forward to. That this is what I am hearing from my manager and my leader is good for me. I need to improve in this area rather than using it as a stick to punish someone at the end of the year. How about we use it as, um, as a method where they improve, they want to improve. They actually see that, they look forward to, they go to their manager and ask them, tell me what uh, that client has told you. Tell me what this person has told you about me. I want to improve. Let people come to them instead of getting scared with this process. That's so true that you have said it. Okay. So with this, I come to an end to this discussion. However, with this particular situation going on in terms of the COVID and all, don't you think that this particular gadget thing will not happen this particular year in terms of a pandemic, saying that, okay, fine, pandemic has affected our business, we might not be able to do it. Next year also, the similar situation happens. So how exactly companies are looking forward to not to do it by giving an excuse of the COVID and situations like this? Because what I so, believe uh, uh, any company which is sustained into the market for five, 
years inconsistency okay and they did not happen to close the operations and they have maintained and achieved return of investments okay on a huge level they have celebrated certain successes in terms of achieving and going and beyond the target set across for them okay how can they come up this particular year saying that the covid has impacted everything and the past profits they have made they are not willing to share it with the stakeholders yeah true so um two points over here two two distinct points one is uh, uh, with the covid situation most people are working from home and all that so yes the method has changed we are not doing face to face but we can always speak with people on the phone or online video conferencing audio conferencing or anything so um yes the way i will now collect the information uh, has changed Uh, but nothing stops me from collecting timely information from people so i should still do that i should still collect timely information and i should share it with my people as soon as i hear as soon as i get it i should share it with them and i should give them a fighting chance to improve that shouldn't be affected whether uh, it's covid or not covid i personally see that um, methods will change that's all my intention to do that has not changed i still want to do it i should find ways of how to do it so that's one second is around uh, the monetary benefits uh, yes companies are financially struggling and there could be less monetary benefits or less uh, rewards that we can pass true um but that shouldn't mean i can't appreciate my people as much okay i can always make my situation clear to them that uh, because of this and this situation maybe we are not uh, going to be passing as much monetary benefits as we would have and all that um i could come up with many different ways of uh, of dealing with this i could um i could recognize that yes you deserve this you deserve this increment and you deserve that and maybe uh, right now what we can afford is give you this much uh, but just because we are giving you this much doesn't mean that you don't deserve more you deserve more but the situation right now is that that this is all what we can offer you and maybe have some kind of plan something that maybe compensate in other ways or hold some payment and pay when the company becomes bit more financially stable to pay more see intention needs to be there to do it i can always find ways to then do what i can do and have open communication with my people with my uh, uh, team members that i recognize this i appreciate and i really want you to know that it is all noted so um, just because i can't afford to pay uh, increments or bonuses to you i'm not going to use that to punish you or bring you down or you know make you feel that no you didn't do enough that is why you are not getting paid no make people know that you have done enough we are very happy with you you have gone above and beyond but right now this is the situation um, that that's that's where it stands and people are uh, genuine people are understanding as long as i become bit more emotionally intelligent bit more mindful as a leader is how to put the point across to my people they they are mature they understand i just need to be a mature and emotionally intelligent to handle this situation as well so honest communication always works from the company management honest communication always works uh, honest vulnerable 
genuine authentic communication that this is what it is we are all struggling as your team leader as your manager even i am in the same boat as well right so thanks for this wonderful session on to the performance uh, review satin let's move ahead with the second part of our discussion okay, okay. yes thank you